You're listening to the Talking Rheumatology Research Podcast, brought to you by the British Society for Rheumatology. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Rheumatology Podcast. I'm Latika Gupta, social media editor for rheumatology. I'm also a rheumatologist and immunologist based out of the West Midlands in Manchester in the UK. And today we have with us Drs. Dinsdale and Madhunidu, again from Manchester. They are the lead authors for the manuscript called Smartphone Images of Digital Ulcers Provide a Clear Picture of Disease Progression for the First Rheumatology Visit. Before we move on to your paper, would you please like to introduce yourself and tell us a few words about who you are? So my name is Dr. Graham Dinsdale. I'm a physicist and clinical scientist based at Salford Royal Hospital. And my interests are in physiological measurements and imaging of rheumatological conditions. Hi, thanks Latika for the invitation. My name is Anastasia. I'm a rheumatology registrar in Manchester. Last year, I was working at Salford Royal where I came across the patient that we described in the paper. Currently, I'm doing a PhD in lupus at the University of Manchester. That's lovely. Could you now please give us a brief overview of your paper? Yes, of course. In the paper, we describe a 49-year-old patient who was an ex-smoker and developed late-onset Raynaud's phenomenon. After a few months, he also got digital ulcers, and therefore he saw his CP multiple times uh, for infected ulcers. He got got, uh, antibiotics, but the ulcers didn't improve, and therefore he saw orthopedics, a deprivement because of underlying osteomyelitis. A few months later, he saw rheumatology, and he was finally diagnosed uh, with limited systemic sclerosis based on abnormal nail foot capillaroscopy, digital ulcers, Raynaud's phenomenon, and sclerodactyly. The clinical case, I think it's a straightforward case for the rheumatology team. The interesting part of the story is that the patient took the initiative to take images of the digital ulcers with his smartphone. And he showed these pictures to rheumatology and orthopedic team. And this picture helped the consultation. I would encourage our listeners to have a look at the paper and mainly focus on the pictures because this picture shows so the trajectory of the disease and the underlying pathophysiology, the digital pitting, the ulcers, the deprivement, all, all these features. And also this, the patient also used speech balloons where he describes what exactly is going on. So this picture is two weeks after the deprivement. That's interesting. So with the rising awareness among patients, this is another avenue for exploration even in the first consultation. What do you think is the take-home message from your paper? As I mentioned before, the patient took the initiative to take all these photos before having any rheumatology input. It, was, it wasn't that the scleroderminus, for example, told him, oh, you should take photos and keep an eye on your fingertips. The patient understood how important it is to track the severity of the digital ulcers. I think the take-home message is that the monitoring uh, digital ulcers with smartphone images is something feasible and can potentially change how we monitor digital ulcers in the clinical setting and, and also in terms of research. 
That's interesting. So Dr. Dinsdale, in a previous feasibility study, you showed that the use of patient-recorded smartphone photographs is uh, a promising tool for monitoring digital ulcers, and that was in a research setting. Now, this paper shows that real-world patients can also engage with taking pictures uh, and uh, telling the doctors about digital ulcers. So are there any further plans from you and your team for more research in this area? Yeah, so we have a, a quite a large sort of ongoing program of research in this and similar areas. So um, our interest in this idea of patients monitoring their um, symptoms with smartphone imaging started maybe six or seven years ago with patients presenting at the clinic and, and bringing photographs to show the clinician the ulcers or actually in the first instance, it was pictures of hands during Raynaud's phenomenon provide objective evidence of such. We've taken this idea forward in, in several different avenues in digital ulceration and in Raynaud's, and we have uh, parallel uh, research tracks following up on those two, those two symptoms. We've developed smartphone applications to allow patients to track their symptoms over time by taking photographs and also capturing other data via various questionnaires, such as pain associated with digital ulcers, or for example, triggers to do with Raynaud's phenomenon. So we have these two parallel tracks of research running. In addition to that, we also run a clinical service that allows patients to send via email photographs directly to the clinical service here at Salford Royal. So patients, particularly those who are prone to digital ulceration, know that that's a service that we offer and they send us images and allows a sort of fast track triaging of those ulcers, the treatment being provided appropriately when necessary. So it's via this service that we capture the number of these images that the patient sent described in the paper. That's very helpful. Thank you. Is there any way in which you quantify uh, the size of ulcers or any metrics you advise the patients on? Absolutely. So in, in our research programme, we are very interested in quantifying all of these phenomena, whether it's digital ulcers, or as I mentioned, in Raynaud's phenomena. And so from photographs, there are a large number of parameters that we can measure. As you mentioned, for example, with digital ulcers, we can track the size if we get a time sequence of photographs. Raynaud's phenomenon, we can track colour changes and the extent of colour changes. So there are a variety of different things that we we can measure that are helpful to the clinician diagnosis and also helpful in the research setting as well. We've we've done a lot of work in automating these measurement techniques. So we've worked with computer scientists over at the University of Manchester in providing methods to automate, for example, measurements of ulcer size, which obviously allows tracking of ulcers over time automatically, with size being a surrogate for healing. So if size is reducing, we, we can uh, make an assumption that the ulcer is healing, for example. That's really exciting. Thank you very much for telling us about your research and joining us today. Goodbye to all of you until next time. Thank you for listening to Talking Rheumatology Research, brought to you by BSR. Please do rate, share and subscribe through your favourite podcast app.